Welcome to Ability MKE Now. My name is Sue Roscoff and I am your host here this evening. So glad to have you join us. If you're not familiar with Ability MKE Now, we are a show all about integration, bringing people with disabilities and people that don't have a disability together, enjoying life here in the Milwaukee area. We all have different abilities and here at Ability MKE Now, we dive into this topic of diverse abilities. The concept of a disability hits a wide range of possibilities. We could be talking about physical or mental disabilities, the deaf and hard of hearing community, blindness, chronic pain, mental health diagnosis, goals of substance use reduction, and the list goes on. We all have our own experience with disability, whether it's our own or with people we know. Here at Ability MKE Now, we break down the barriers and celebrate the ability in all of us. We bring, we each bring so many different things forward and in the whatever our job is, whatever our activities are that we participate in, we all have different abilities that we bring to the table. And just because one person's ability is different than ours doesn't mean one is good, bad, they're just different. And being accepting, being understanding, compassionate, empathetic, all those things are really, really important. So I was thinking back a little bit about this show and how it is that here we are six years in the making, actually six years and some change in the making here with the time we've been on River West Radio, we have absolutely been enjoying what we've done here. And I got to thinking, how did we get here? How did we happen to end up on the radio doing what we do and talking about what we talk about? I know we hint at it at different times and it, it may be a story that people know, it might not be. Um, I, I thought it might be a good point in time to just have some reflection here as we're getting into into 2023. We're still early in the year, and I know it's typically the time of year for resolutions, for thinking forward, for reflecting on this past year or past in general, and just kind of thought that it would be a good point in time to just take a moment and and recapture what it is that that we've all been doing so uh, let's see uh beginning point kurt roscoff kurt's my husband and he had a moment that happened back in the summer of actually i'm going to check my notes here because the summer of 2013 so there was a, a substantial journey that took place over the course of the year from in the fall of 2013 until the fall of 2014. When things happen where your life suddenly ends up taking a turn and something that was just, you know, an, an everyday thing of, of something you don't think much about, all of a sudden becomes a moment. When that moment causes you to flip a switch and rethink everything, 
that that's often for people that's when they find their purpose in life there something hits them something happens and suddenly there's a change well I know uh, followers of our show here are very familiar with our history with adaptive water skiing. And that summer uh, in 2013, there was a day when a friend of ours was going to do some adaptive skiing with us at our ski show. And I'm not gonna go into huge detail of that particular day. I'll just summarize it to say that particular friend who was ready to ski, who's a full-time wheelchair user, trunks on, ready to go, <laughs> did not get to ski that day. And why was that? I still believe it was a fear factor, that, that fear is the bottom line of, of what caused that day to end up being this big glitch that happened. And that was the start of what I'm calling the moment. <laughs> that for us was, it was not acceptable there was again i'm not going to go into great detail of that particular day other than something that should have been easy and acceptable and and doable and not out of the ordinary at all turned into nope can't do that and and for the only reason the only actual reason that i can fathom is again fear and that this particular person has a disability and is going to be using the sit ski versus other friends who come to the show and they, they don't even think twice to guest ski with us and our, our stand-up skiers. That was a moment because that made us rethink things in, in a huge way. And that's where all sorts of doors opened in my world about advocacy and doing the right thing along the way accessibility what did i ever really really think at that point about what does it mean to have a location uh, an event uh, anything what does it mean for it to be accessible did that cross my mind not really that not on uh as common of a, a thing as it is for me now obviously all these years later i mean here we are 10 years almost 10 years later from the day that that all happened and it's it's been quite the journey. Uh, I'm so going back to 2013. That happened, and I know a lot of this hinges on on the impact it had on Kurt, and that's just the way the story ended up going. So he did not sleep that night. The day that that our friend did not end up skiing, it bothered him to the point where he lost sleep. And if you know either of us, <laughs> losing sleep is a big deal because we are busy. We we work hard, we play hard, we do a lot. And when our head hits the pillow, we usually sleep hard. <laughs> so the fact that either of us would lose sleep, kind of a big deal. Uh, so, and and we're lucky to be able to say that. I know there's a lot of people out there with insomnia, with with other issues that, that that's a normal thing for them. And, and I can feel for them strongly, but that's honestly not something I can, real easily relate to because it, I, it's just, this is who I am. So losing sleep was a big deal. It stirred him to the point that he ended up jumping forward here that made some phone calls, ended up talking with the, the, uh, the president of the Wisconsin Water Ski Federation, which is basically the, the large 
the overriding uh, entity over water ski over I should say over show skiing. So if you're familiar with water ski shows, this is the entity that basically oversees the organizational aspects of show skiing, which actually is really weirdly huge in Wisconsin. We we actually I don't know if most people don't realize this. We are <laughs> the show ski capital of the world. There are more show ski teams in the state of Wisconsin than anywhere else. We are a division all our own, just in the state. And then when there's a tournament, there's always a tournament in, well, I say always, the COVID happened, but basically there's always a tournament in Wisconsin Rapids, middle of July, where all these competitive teams get together. And there's 30 some teams that actually compete every year, just from our state, just in Wisconsin. There's a lot of states across the country that don't have any teams. Florida is, is the water ski capital of the world for obvious reasons with it being, you know, Florida and it's always warm there. <laughs> so for Wisconsin to actually be the show ski capital of the world is really weird, but it's the way it is. And I think a lot of that is attributed to the Tommy, Bart Tommy Bartlett success out in, in uh, Wisconsin Dells. So anyway, the, this whole piece of Wisconsin Water Ski Federation Heard had a conversation, I'm sure it was several conversations with the gentleman who was the president of the organization at that time. And those conversations snowballed forward into that our, uh, our federation here did not have a disabled division. And it, that's what, the, what it was titled at that time. It has since been adjusted uh, and that is not the exact title anymore, but at the time it was called the Disabled Division. So what happens? Kurt ended up as the first, the first ever director of the Disabled Division with the Wisconsin Water Ski Federation. Now, obviously with all this going on, this was not just a him thing, this was a family commitment. It was a mostly him thing, don't get me wrong. He did the legwork, he did, <laughs> The phone calls, the the all, all the stuff. He he did all those all the things that were needed to make this a success. Reaching out to all these clubs, making things happen. That was him. And then, of course, I'm in the background helping every step of the way that I can, and being the support network needed to actually have this be the success that it really was. It, it's I still am blown away by how much was accomplished in a short amount of time. So back to 2014. So 2013 is when that all started in motion at the end of that year. 2014, we started doing a lot more with going out and about, uh, visiting things like Canoe Copia in Madison where they had adaptive paddling and canoeing and kayaking available. And we went to some sessions and learned about that. Uh, all these different, there's a lot of different adaptive sports available and we were, very quickly getting us acquainted with what those all are just to help expand our knowledge and find out because you don't know what you don't know. So we did a lot of that, of learning and trying to fill any gaps in our knowledge that we have, which we all, we all have that, right? So never stop striving because never stop learning because you never know what you will learn next. Uh, I know he also did a lot with an organization called People First. So if you're, that's another 
another group where, okay, people first, people first language. Quick example of that, wheelchair user. So people first, you're not wheelchair bound. A lot of people say that. Actually, a quick example on that too, our daughter was on a trip where they had, uh, they had a person showing them around on, on at this monument, and, and I don't even remember exactly which one it was, but it was somewhere out in the Washington, D.C. area, and the guide made a comment about uh, somebody being wheelchair-bound, and with her background and knowing what she's been able to learn uh, with being around us and all these activities, right away, she was like, red flag went up in her head of, did he just say that? <laughs> it's a wheelchair user. That that's it, a person uses it, kind of like what the Ability Center taught us. Uh, the Ability Center in Milwaukee has been adamantly good of in, in teaching people about the wheelchair. It's just another pair of shoes. It's there. It's another person's way of getting from point A to point B. It doesn't mean I'm bound to this thing. It means that I use it to get to where I'm going. So if if the one thing anybody gets out of everything today is just to think about terminology and how things are worded, which, you know, in our society today, everybody is very sensitive to these types of things, right? So thinking about people first language, and if you wanna know more about that, I can, I think safely guarantee if you Google it, that would be something where you could get a huge amount of information about what that means and you could easily educate yourself on that. So that was just one of the organizations that uh, that was part of the journey here. So People First, there's there were several things. Oh gosh, we started doing information tables. So if you've ever been to a high school or to a park and rec center where, th where they have different types of organizations that come in, set up a table and share information about whatever their thing is. Maybe people don't know about this, but there are a lot of opportunities out there where, you, where these tables or organized events happen completely surrounding I'm just gonna say the disability community, the disability, whatever it, it might be. It could be like a, the Sport and Rec Expo that happened a, a bunch of, of years ago in the area here that was all about disabled type uh, sports and rec options. There were, I believe at one of those events, there were over 50 different organizations and options that were at that one in particular. There's also, transition fairs. So as students go from high school, thinking about life beyond high school, and and I'm talking about students that have any kind of special needs along the way, they may need extra resources for what that looks like in getting from, hey, I'm going to be leaving school soon. What options are out there? What do I have? What What kind of things? So we started attending those and bringing our information about adaptive water skiing because lo and behold, a lot of people have never heard of it. <laughs> Imagine that. I, I, I can, there's only the people who are either know somebody who's done adaptive skiing or is part of an organization that already does this or is related to someone is a friend. 
how do you find out about these things? Well, sometimes it takes actually getting getting your nose in where these different events are happening. And for us, with wanting to make sure we share what's out there and what's available, we started going to events like that. And I, I don't know that I ever went back and actually counted the number of tables, uh, table events we did like that over the those years, but it was somewhere between six and eight every year that we would attend and set out information, show pictures, show video clips, so people could understand what it is and consider whether they would be interested in doing that themselves. So as part of getting the word out, that was one of the things we did. And that's worth making sure people are aware as well that these kind of resource fairs are out there. So if you're ever looking for information about these types of things, it, sometimes it just takes looking. But if you look, you'll find what you're looking for eventually. So moving forward here, uh, there were a lot of, again, a lot of these types of, of events that we went to, we did different speaking engagements, not many, but there were a few things, a few times where we would go and actually do presentations at, um, in front of groups of people sharing what this is all about. Again, I, I'm actually scrolling through here. We have, when you get to the summer of 2014, there are so many days and events that took place that year that got us to, again, where we are now, where that summer there were several uh, adaptive water skiing demos that took place at the state tournament that I was referring to earlier, where there's literally a, a few thousand skiers at this event. And in between shows, there was a few times during that that event, uh, the course of the weekend, where I believe we had four different times where we did an adaptive ski demo and the, the place just exploded. Everybody's on their feet cheering, like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Everybody loved this. I mean, these are obviously those people that were at that those events are passionate about water skiing already. And for those who've never seen adaptive skiing, they've now had their introduction. This is something that exists. And with doing that, that was a big piece of how we ended up moving things forward quite rapidly then. Uh, Kurt is amazing with connecting people and connecting, he, he is a connect, he connects the dots. <laughs> there's so many times where, where I've been amazed at how it's like, wait, there's this person over here, there's another person over here. And magically it's like, wait, he, he knew what they needed. He knew somebody who could help them and he connected the dots. That's a lot of what, how he approached what happened within the state of Wisconsin here with the skiing, connecting people with who can help them find equipment. How am I supposed to do this? Bringing up people from Florida to teach those of us in Wisconsin how to put on adaptive skiing clinics within our own clubs. So he's the one that made that happen. I mean, obviously there's a lot of people involved in that actually coming to fruition. And there's a lot of support happening there, but he's the guy that made the calls, that made the connections, that, that got them here. And there were somewhere around 80 people from across the state of Wisconsin that all came together in Madison and were taught by the best 
from from down in Florida. The the woman that was in charge, she actually was a competitive adaptive water skier. I believe she's the first female competitive adaptive water skier that went over a jump in competition. <laughs> so she's a uh, she's a tough cookie. She's and she has since passed. So the organization she was running down there had has changed the name. It's now Anne's Angels. And it's still her legacy continues with all of the skiing and whatnot that still takes place down there. So we ended up doing a lot of these things over the next several years. And uh gosh, I, I should have brought up Kurt's resume along the way here with this too, because this had tied him into so many different organizations of uh, uh, including at the state level here in Wisconsin, and obviously very locally here as well, there was the the uh, ADA 25. So Americans with Disabilities Act was uh, had its 25 year anniversary a handful of years ago now, and he was instrumental in making an event happen to celebrate that called Ability Fest. I, I, I don't think I'm misspeaking. I think Kurt came up with that name. <laughs> so I'll have to ask him and make sure I've got that right. But Ability Fest happened at one of the parks in Milwaukee. And I've been very impressed with Milwaukee County and all that they offer for adaptive sport and rec options. They are ahead of the game by far from so many places around. So anyone here in Milwaukee County that's looking for outlets and looking for options, uh, I'm going to just divert for just a moment here to share a few things that on their page. So on the Milwaukee County, so it's actually county.milwaukee.gov. So the Milwaukee County Health and Human Services page, there's a tab right at the top there that says disabilities. When you click on disabilities, there's a whole page here about recreation for people with disabilities. They have rec programs and summer camps endless opportunities to help you stay active, as it, it reads here. Uh, I'm actually going to read one of the snips here uh, just to give you an idea of how good Milwaukee County is. So Milwaukee County sponsors recreational activities designed for people with disabilities at two facilities located in county parks in South Milwaukee and Wauwatosa called the Willoway Recreation Centers. Recreation programs are offered during the spring, summer, and fall se seasons. Programming is available to individuals with disabilities ages 16 and up through the Willoway Recreation Center. Activities are planned for weekdays and weekends, afternoons and evenings, and include exciting offerings such as bowling, ceramics, cooking classes, community outings, and Friday night dances. Uh, and then it continues. Further down, there's there's a lot more listed here as far as options and i i'm as like i said i am so impressed with what milwaukee county has done with their offerings with their opportunities for individuals with disabilities it, it's a, you we live in a great area here that that is a reality because that is not that is not like it across the country so milwaukee is extra blessed with that So I'm actually going to just take a pause here because Ability MKE Now ended up 
starting about, what do we say, six years ago. So it's almost 10 years ago that all of this really started with our journey in in what we've done with the adaptive skiing and, and whatnot. And it, it spread from there with where we ended up going, what we ended up all doing. And then it was actually at Ability Fest that I was just referring to with the uh, ADA 25 celebration at that Milwaukee County Park where we met an individual named Marty Hagedorn, which if you're <laughs> familiar at all with other programs on the station, you may have come across Marty uh, a time or two. He is amazing. He has his own show with, with River West Radio and with Youth Rising Up. And he, at some point in the process of, of us all getting to know each other, made a comment to Kurt and said, hey, you know what? What you're doing might be exactly appropriate here for, for being on the radio. And, and that's really what kickstarted, because that, that idea never crossed our minds. We never knew that was an option. So it is this whole thing of, of reaching out, finding out who knows who, and it's starting to connect the dots. And Marty was able to connect that dot for us and bringing us here that we, we are enjoying and hopefully providing information and, and resources and stories and excitement, all these things that, that are surrounding the, the disability community and celebrating abilities. And I can't say enough good about where it's brought us. And I'm, I'm very thankful for this opportunity. So with the few minutes that we have left, I actually do want to highlight some activities that are local here in, in the Milwaukee area that are coming up um, and that are basically are seasonal. One, one thing that I look at is, okay, we do adaptive water skiing. Do people know that there's also adaptive downhill skiing? So it's winter. Now, winter here right now, I'm not sure how good the ski hills are because the, the weather's been a little weird here this year, but usually the, the snow's great and the ski hills are really good and making their snow available and, and good for doing, you know, all the skiing and snowboarding and all that. There is a program in, in Southeast Wisconsin here. It's called CWASP. So it's an acronym for Southeastern Wisconsin Adaptive Ski Program. So Southeastern Wisconsin Adaptive Ski Program, CWASP, and that's what their, their, uh, website is, is sewasp.org. It's easy to find them just by Googling them. And they have lots of opportunities for downhill adaptive skiing. Uh, Kurt and I are a little familiar. We've been to some of the events they've had along the way, uh, not recently, but it is something that as we were getting to know, getting to know the area and getting to know more about sport and rec options, this is one that quickly came up and obviously we have a great affinity towards as well <laughs> because of our skiing love. So that is something that is here in, in the Milwaukee area and, and definitely available for, um, for enjoyment. Some other things that are coming up, I'm gonna highlight uh, two events that I am aware of. Number one is the International Day of Happiness. Doesn't matter who you are, <laughs> Everyone, each and every one of us needs to be happy. We need to find our happiness and happiness is huge. 
there is an International Day of Happiness that is coming up. It will be celebrated uh, on, actually, it'll be easy to remember. It's being celebrated on uh, St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. And there's an event taking place online that is going to be a lot of fun. There's gonna, it's gonna be educational. It's going to be uh, a lot, all sorts of, of good things coming from that. So we'll highlight more with that in the near future, but just wanna mention that. And also Disability Pride Madison is another event that we're looking forward to in July. And I know there's a planning group working on that now. So there's some big things coming up that will be a lot of, of fun for a lot of people, including us. We're going to be enjoying that, and we hope that is something that uh, that is well attended and successful. So giving you a glimpse, looking backwards, and a little bit of a snippet here looking forward. My name again is Sue Roscoff, and for all of us who've contributed over all these years with Ability MKE now, as always, we thank you.